The Music in Us is a free-flowing conversation about lyrics, music, and those who make it. Join Jay, the Grumpy Gagan, Scott, the pastor with a heart of rock and roll, Chip, the sarcastic boomer, and AJ, the millennial nihilist, for bi-weekly conversations. We don't always agree, but we always bring the respect. Thanks for listening. Anywho, that. as I was saying, Roll the Bones by Shaky Graves, man. You watch the dude and it's like, you just start talking like a, okay, stoner vibe, I guess, basically. Stoner vibe. That's what you get, but. A Georgian stoner. <laughs> a Texan. A Texan. Yeah. Alejandro Rose Garcia, a.k.a. Shaky Graves, is from Austin, Texas. Alejandro. I have no use for Texas. I can fall off the face of the earth for all mm. I care. Don't mess I with got them. Nothing to do with it. It's too hot. <laughs> too many guns. I heard yeah. you had two Republican. Some exes down there. Yeah. <laughs> all my exes. But Austin gave me shaky graves, so I'll be I'll be fine. Anyway, I just Lightning uh, Hopkins. been going a, down more YouTube rabbit holes in the last year than <laughs> normal. Because what else are you going to do? This one had come up a couple times, and I don't know. I'm I can be really resistant to new music, you know. Even if it's somebody, you two, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's I always end up making the same playlists <laughs> <laughs> over and over again, and I have throughout the years. I do come to new music, and and I enjoy new music, but it just has to hit me right, you know. It has to be the right time. Stars have to align or something. But this one had come up on my on my youtube feed and honestly i i finally clicked on it because okay he's really hot let's see what this is all about <laughs> <laughs> i mean sometimes it! you know it's like buying a bottle of wine sometimes you buy it just because the label's cool and you've never tried it before that's how it was for my favorite beer that was also my introduction to sours mm. i just buy it because uh it, the label looked like a sick twisted version of the sistine chapel <laughs> so we we don't judge a book or product by its cover or label but it sure it might us in yeah it, it might actually it get grabs. us to try the product it grabs <laughs> yeah i mean yeah that's just how it is with food yeah you eat with your eyes yeah you really do I mean, it's this, actually, it's the same with people. You eat with your eyes. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately I just think all food is beautiful. So. <laughs> uh, so Even haggis? Even some haggis? Uh, no. Some goat's blatter? No. Filled no. with potatoes? No. Beets? There are, and <laughs> uh, there are some, exe- some exceptions to that. So uh, that's how it goes with my introduction to Shaky Graves. And... Uh, and the song's called Roll the Bones. Roll the Bones. I already said that. Well, You're not yeah, listening. I need to be remembered. Demerit for you. <laughs> Look, man, you were talking about your dad brain. That's true. Last, last up. That's true. Now, dad when you say roll, roll the bones, bones, you mean like R O L E? Like roll the bones. <laughs> no. <laughs> bones, the roll. <laughs> the roll of a lifetime. No. So I, we were talking about this earlier. Roll the bones is mm-hmm. a reference to roll the dice. Right? right? Is that what you said? Well, yeah. I mean, roll the... Uh, Where roll I was it. thinking t- something completely different. It's a different. Rush song, right? Yes. Yeah. The, the, the voodoo reference that you're Rush. thinking of is throwing bones. 
Yeah. Throw, throwing bones as a form of divination. That thought crossed my brain meat when I was <clears throat> listening to it for the first time. But when you look at all the, the lyrics and con, and con, text, contrast, con, agra, con, air. <laughs> that was a good one. You con are. air. I like that movie. Convex. Convex. <laughs> Contort. Uh, Anyway, when you look define at, irony, when you look at all the words <laughs> together, uh, it just means in know, overview. Roll, roll the dice, take the chance. You know, gotcha. Do, don't wait, just do the things. Carpe diem, as some people yeah, say. Eat the fish. You only leave once. So anyway, uh, when I hit play on this, it just grabbed me mm-hmm. because it wasn't even just the song, even though. From the very first note, you know, I, I'm I'm here for it. But watching him, and that's why I wish we'd watched it instead of just listened to it, because this dude doesn't perform. He doesn't walk up on a stage, grab the mic, and put on a persona to show you a good time. He is a portal that music comes through. Mm-hmm. I firmly believe that. And you can't see that unless you're, well, you, you don't know that unless you're seeing it, watching him. But this one in particular was from an era when he was basically a one-man show. And he, there's like a documentary that, that he and his cronies did of the Shaky Graves experience and, you know, its evolution from him just picking up a guitar to impress a junior high ex-girlfriend to touring the world and making real music. He's just... He's just the real deal. And, you know, he sits there with a with a suitcase that was retrofitted with a drum that he works with one foot and a tambourine that he works with the other while he's playing guitar and singing. I mean, I can't even do one of those things, yeah. much less all, all of them at the same time. I mean, you just watch him and it's just it's he's just a portal and the music's just pouring out of him. I mean, so it, I was having a, you know, a visceral experience visually, audially, audially, sonically with my ears. And I, I was just hooked. I'm like, okay, who is this? Show me this person. Where's he come from? What is it? What else does he sing? He comes from Texas. He comes from Texas. And I actually, I actually put down money. I bought this album on Bandcamp. Hmm. And I can't remember the last time I actually spent money on an individual album. My music uh, fund, is, you know, it's all lumped in with Amaz- my Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I pay for Amazon Prime, and that's how I pay for, for my music. But uh, yeah, I went out there and, and found this album and downloaded it. It's just good folk music. You might. Well, this s- is real bluesy. Yeah, I mean, there's there's bluesy. quite a few genres that it's that it crosses. Blues, folk country even you could say um bluegrass there's bluegrass tones in there but it's all filtered through you know his style and i think the reason i was attracted to his music was because i really like that organic process he said in a little documentary that you know he had no no musical aspirations whatsoever he, he didn't see himself ever being any kind of a musician but a girlfriend dumped him for a guitar player. <laughs> and so he thought, okay, well, let me learn to shred on this guitar and I'll get her back. And it didn't work, but he found music. He found a deep and abiding love for music. 
but he didn't know anything about music, right? He found something better than a girlfriend. Yes. He did. <laughs> so it just he just knew at that point music is something he loved and he wanted to do it. Had no idea how. And that's kind of where I've been for a while. I love music. I want to do music. Don't know how. Not going to do music. But he figured it out. You know, he picked up the instruments. He taught himself. He taught himself what he needed to. He didn't take any lessons. He didn't He didn't go anywhere and say, okay, teach me your ways. He just figured it out on his own and started making sounds that went well together and kept time and went with music and had a tone. And, you know, before you know it, he was four or five years into this journey and decided, all right, it's time for an album now. And the the whole journey is just so organic. It's one of those journeys that you watch and you see everything falling into place just when they're supposed to. You know, he gets far enough in his musical journey to consider putting out an actual, a polished album. It was then he was like, okay, I, I need, I need help. I need to surround myself with people that know how to do the things I don't do, you know, to fill in the gaps. And he did that like magic. People just started appearing. I mean, not out of thin air. Well, I was going to say, that would, that would <laughs> be magic. materializing. That really that. would be magic. That would be awesome. <laughs> like something out of Star Trek, but poof. Um, just like happens in those moments when you just know you're on the right track, and this person comes out of nowhere, and then this person comes out of nowhere, and then that person knew this person, and now you have a band. You know, just picking up like-minded people along the way, and that was, I think his first album was around 2005, I want to say. You know, now it's... Oh, crap. I put myself in a situation where I needed math real quick. <laughs> 2005, 21 minus... No, 16 years later. Thank you. Um, stop looking at me that way. Here we are. <laughs> and 16, here we are. 16 years later. <laughs> 16 years and 16 brain cells later. <laughs> dumb guy talking about his music <laughs> on <some> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know you've really made it <laughs> there's a random guy sitting around in a basement talking about your music in the microphone yeah. you have really made it way to go shaky way to go shaky graves we've like reached the peak <laughs> it's as good as a grammy <laughs> so i'm curious uh were you done with your intro sure yeah so i mean i'm just curious you had a lot of music that you considered for this podcast uh-huh. as in our theme is you know your favorite new music since the quarantine right right mm-hmm. why did you choose this song another possibility was gonna be cha-cha heels by eartha kit because even though she's eartha kit and been around since 1952 i didn't really know her music until the last year so bad on me but now I know everything there is to know about Eartha Kitt. <laughs> Gotta love a rabbit hole. That was the second one. I can't remember. What was the first one? I don't remember. I don't remember either. But the point of it is, this one came to the surface. This one came to the surface. And you got excited about it. I got excited about it. Yeah. Because it, it, se- it just seemed more personal to me. I can really appreciate his musical journey, where he started and where he came, but especially how he crossed that bridge. He's very- coming to boot. Yeah, his coming to boot. Uh, I just like it. I, I just love stories like that. Somebody literally making something from nothing. Just not having any idea what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You just know what your goal is. And you just work to get there. Okay. 
you know, and and you enjoy the ride. And I think that's that's something else that he struck took a me. chance. He rolled the bones. Yeah, he yeah. I, I can I can see Scott uh, thinking over there. Let's talk about those lyrics. So well, there's one thing that really gets me is all them clever draw. Try to sell all them belongings. All them clever drawings. Try to make a dollar from the grave. Now that's an interesting image. Trying to make a dollar from the grave. Yeah, that. Of course, whole... his name is Shaky Grave, so maybe it's a reference to himself. No, um, there's actually a pretty fun story about where that name came from. Okay, but um, it's not Off really topic. relevant to anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I'm sure our listeners and myself would like to know where that name came from. Uh, it was one of those drunken nights. Everybody was sitting around, and they were all. Was it a? They were in a graveyard or. Hanging out in a graveyard something, drunk? I'm hacking the story. Is that story. something you do in Texas? It's something you do around here. I think <laughs> cool. Yeah. Only oh, no. those, though. <laughs> Only the cool white trash. <laughs> yeah, I've hung out in graveyards at night. Interesting. But anyway, oh, I don't remember if they were hanging out in a graveyard, but there was they were sitting around, they were drunk, and they were giving each other names that had to do with like grave diggers or graveyards or something. And so everybody got a nickname, and his was just Shaky Graves. And That covered from that night, one or two people called him that, and it just kind of stuck, and he went with it. So anyway, uh, I lost my train of thought. Well, you, you know, were talking I about you were talking about, about that you verse. know the the idea of selling drawings and uh, making the dollar from the grave. I mean, that's just an interesting image, making a dollar from the grave. I take that whole verse as you can't take it with you. Okay, or uh, sell them belong. I'm sorry. All, uh, sell them belongings. All them clever drawings. Trying to make a dollar from the grave, but who's to blame? Yeah, I, I, that's how I read it. Is you can't take it with you. I think his writing uh, lyrics is you know similar to like my song that we chose, uh, "Wrong Train" by uh, mm-hmm. the Psychedelic Furs. He's throwing images up, planting images in your right. mind. You're yeah. not necessarily telling a story or anything. You know, it it's uh, just these pictures, word pictures. Mm. Yeah. He he's you can tell he wasn't sitting there with a thesaurus trying to rhyme things. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> but but I mean it's effective. Yeah, it's very effective. So what's the overall feeling you get from the song or message you get from the song? It's more it's a vibe Just thing. Take the sure. chance, man. Take a chance. Just take the chance. Yo, live your life. What am I singing? I don't know what I should, uh, uh, I should be shot now, shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. Take they a had their place. La, 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 la. I don't know if there's Take two movies worth me. of uh, soundtrack songs that you can get from their stuff, but I mean, there's movies? some sadness in there. Like you know, they say that someday, uh, someday everybody dies alone. Um, well, they say right, and he said somebody. They, they say, but who knows? They who really knows? Going back to the lyric of. Uh, Sell all your belongings, all those clever drawings, trying to make a dollar from the grave. Mm-hmm. I interpreted that as uh, there's actually a statistic, or like it's it's factual that there are a great number of artists oh. that their art doesn't have any value until after, until they're, after dead. they're dead. Yeah, oh, yeah. you're right. Like like for Edgar Van Gogh, uh, Vincent. Vincent, sorry. For some reason, I uh, I get Edgar <laughs> he just Allen. Looks like a get Edgar. No, Edgar <laughs> Allan Poe and Vincent Van Gogh. They mm. like mix together for really me. Right. I don't know why. Uh, Edvard Munch. <laughs> now I now I want to see a movie that's a mashup of those two people. I mean, it would probably work because they are both uh, disturbingly depressed. 
while Van Gogh was alive, uh, he couldn't sell his paintings for like cheap furniture. Right. He couldn't sell his work for crap. But now it's, you know, in museums or private art collectors worth millions and billions of dollars. It's very common in the art world. Very, yeah, it is. Very it's common. very common in the art world that an artist's work isn't appreciated until long after they're dead. So they don't they don't make money off of it. So that's why I, don't I really think. Try and in the music anymore. world, they die musically, and then they put them in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and their <laughs> their career is rebooted. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, I think he was. Using that clever wordplay, one to make you think, because it made me think, and right. I thought about right. that. But uh, but two to also bring about uh, the message that he's talking about. You're spending your time on these material things that aren't going to bring you joy or what you need in this life. Right. Uh, so give it up and go do something that you actually want to do. You know, there is there's something to be. It, I like that. I like that perspective because, as an artist whose work no one gives a shit about, I um, give a shit. I have come to the conclusion that yeah, that's just not for me anymore. And most of my photographic art, I've told my friend Nathan that he's gonna get my hard drive when I die, and if he can make a buck off in anything on there, have at it from the grave. From the grave. <laughs> yeah, from the grave. Make that dollar from the grave. What if you faked your death? There aren't. Well, well, but you know what? You <laughs> that start, would be that would be the, the greatest. What you said about so about Alejandro's uh, organic process of discovering uh-huh. a love for music, and you said the way you talk about him, he's a portal for music. So clearly, it became a thing for him, a passion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so he, I'm sure he makes music because he loves it. I mean, you you but, watch him sing the song, and you're like. This, this man was born to do this. You, you just can't see him doing anything So, therefore, else. what he produces has value in its own sake. It's an expression of himself, an extension of himself. That's a lovely I mean, that's thought. how and it I is for art. what you're saying, and you are correct, mm. but from my perspective, in, in the real world, you can't pay your oh, debts yeah. with that. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I know. So, at some point, you just have to, but to turn 47, so this is very much where I'm at right now. You oh, have, my, 47. I'm, I'm deciding... No, I'm not saying I'm old. I'm saying I'm just at the point where I've been doing thing A for decades now, and it's gotten me nowhere. So, you know, you just evaluate. Do I want to keep doing that or just put my attentions elsewhere and see what happens with that? So now I'm podcasting. What was uh, Alejandro or Shaky Graves' aspirations as like a career, what he wanted to do with his life before being a musician? I've not heard him say. Oh, because he started in middle school. Yeah, because of the yeah, oh, I kinda, okay. yeah. I kind of, I kind of get the impression that he was really young when he started okay. all that. So I don't, I don't, I think music grabbed him before anything else mm. really crossed his mind. Girls first, Gir- girls first, and then the, the girl came first, and then the music. As is well, I mean, often the case. Well, I mean, you mentioned that he mentioned in an interview mm-hmm. that he had no aspirations, didn't see himself as a musician. 
at yeah. the time, and then he became one. So it's like you can use that information with the message in the song as well. He oh, went. A, right. He went a different Don't direction. Don't let any opportunities yeah. pass you by. He went a different direction. He tried something out that he uh, wasn't sure of, but they ended up actually liking it, and then he rolled with it. Right, and it got him to where uh, where he is now. Which, of course, doesn't always work, of course. It doesn't, but I look at somebody like this that I respect so much for you know doing what he loves, and I, I think about the really bad cliche that pisses me off like hardly <laughs> any others when people say, well, do what you love, and then it's not really work. <laughs> nah, it's still work. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, nah, nah, fam, uh, it's still work. <laughs> you know, just because you love something doesn't mean you can make a living at it. I love watching movies. I'm not Roger Ebert. I'm not Leonard Malton. No one's going to pay me to watch movies. <laughs> you know, I, I think that's great advice if you already have a passion for something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it can be really dangerous advice for somebody like maybe they're a senior in high school and they think... Because they still have an absorbent amount of hormones wrecking their system. <laughs> they hear that and think, oh, I love video games. I'm going to make a, a living playing video games. That's what I'm going to devote my life to. Video games. I'm going to be a professional video gamer. And then you get out in the real world, world and you, you realize, oh, maybe three people can do that and they already have that job. Guess I have to find something else to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of things like that. Like consider a high, high school athlete. Yeah. Not even be gifted. Gifted right. enough to make college, but still, you know, are you gifted enough to make the the pros? It, it, you know, I think it just yeah, not certainly not everybody who plays high school football is going right. to make it into the NFL. Like, oh, okay, well, for instance, I'll give you an example, which may or may not be pertinent. Uh, my daughter, oh, I, I she's like she's twelve, and I want to be an actress. And I said, well, that's cool. I said, and you should. I said you should pursue that. But I said, if you go to college, I think you should maybe double major or something. I said because you want to have something to fall back on just in case. You know, there's nothing wrong with pursuing your dreams, but you need to be practical about it, too, and say it may or may not work out. I mean, some people, I guess they do. They need to sell themselves out, and maybe it works, but sometimes, a lot of times, it doesn't. For every success story, there's probably 10 that or more that didn't happen. So I think it's it's okay to pursue your dreams to an extent and have fun with it, and if it works out, hey, great. But if not, you know, if you were smart enough maybe to have something that's like, well, I can still have fun with this and make it a hobby, but, you know, I'm also I'll need to put food on the table and pay a house payment and all these things, so I'm going to do this as well. What we're talking about now is the reason that it's important to me to teach Rowan that she can do anything that she wants to do if she puts in the work. There's always going to be that asterisk. You have to put in the work. There are no shortcuts. No one's going to hand you anything anything it's not the world we live in people don't hand you happiness you have to work for it i I think it's great to to want to do something that makes you happy but you have to pay visa the power company (laughs) gotta temper it with some reality i think you want to hear something that yes that will like make you go whack right okay humans are the only creatures on earth that pay to be on this planet. <laughs> Whack. I love that. Like, just think about yeah, that. No, it's true. Just think about that. It's like, oh, man, we're the we're the top of the food chain. We're so smart, everything. And then you just have an orangutan going, you are the only creature on the planet that pays to be here. And then somebody comes up and shoots him. It's like, oh, puts him in a cage. And you're like, oh, maybe there is a little bit of advantage to being human. Take water, for instance. 
what do we spend on water every month? Now, take into account your water bill from the city or whoever. Which ours is going to be extremely big this month because we had to refill our pool again. Oh. But then, you know, bottled water that you just bottled buy to drink. Water. I mean, I think if we all stopped <laughs> and calculated what we actually spend on water mm-hmm. every month. And it falls from the sky. It's free we're paying yeah, but, we're but, paying for people to get it from point a to point but B. we allow uh, as it to be polluted and polluted yeah. and polluted to the point that you know clean drinkable safe water is going to become a an expensive commodity it is and, i'm and businesses are brita figure, filters figure out a way to, absolutely brita you know, makes everything better did you see that there's a james bond movie that plays off of that where water is a priceless commodity Somebody's figured out how to control it so that they can charge premium price for it. Don't well, we have already one of the live in that world? Though? Daniel Craig era movies. Really? Uh huh. Ah, okay. I don't remember that. I got to rewatch those. Yep. I suppose they got a little stupid after Skyfall. I, I think. think was I've seen the last one, one Bond film. I don't remember. No, Spectre it was, was not the last, the last one. one. Spectre was the last one. The Spectre wasn't the last one either because there's the other one that's coming out. <laughs> I think well, yeah. I saw well, yeah. Goldeneye. That, that, that was only because yet, Tina right. sang the theme song. My first James Bond movie was Die Another Day with... Uh, Madonna? No. I think it's Quantum of so- Silence. Solace. Quantum oh, of Solace. I know about Bond I'm movies. I'm pretty sure that's right. the theme song. No, I'm, just, I'm trying to think of Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. Back his two movie... Guy Pierce. He didn't play Bond. Yeah, he did. Guy Pierce. No, he didn't. Hmm? You're or, thinking no, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce, oh, Pierce, Pierce yeah, Brosnan. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. I'll buy that one. Well, fa- well thanks for waiting to no, interject. Guy Pierce would be good, though. If he only rolled I the I understand bones. that. I ship it. <laughs> did, I, did I use those right? <laughs> Tell him he can't use, <laughs> use slang ever again, just like you did me. Uh, yeah, no. That doesn't work. Okay. Shipping yeah. is for putting is for putting two people in a couple. Well, I put James Bond and Guy Pierce no. together. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think that I would love to sit through a James Bond marathon with Shaky Graves and his cronies. I just think mm-hmm. that would be a lot of fun. I don't know why. Well, eh, just sounds fun. Do you think they're even James Bond fans? I mean like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say that they are. Okay. And if they're not, they can write to us and and say so. I, I would invite that. <laughs> I do. Shaky, let us know if you are a Bond fan. We're dying to know. Or maybe Stocks. Probably won't get back to you for like another decade. If ever. <laughs> Though we have merch now, so we have really made it. We have like three re- three listeners and a merch store. Three listeners. Awesome. <laughs> Wait a minute. He One says of us is as he drinks his coffee somewhere. from yes. the music in us coffee mug. Yeah, yeah so good. I'm drinking in the music in this coffee mug right now. Outstanding. Scott's not wearing his shirt, even though he. Well, that's because it's in the wash. Ew. Nothing like wearing a sm- uh, brand new shirt. Smell of a brand new shirt. And well, Michelle's wearing hers right now. If you're huh? rowing, you can't wear anything until it's been washed because you will just be one red hive. You'll become you will become a breakout. Yes. One, one single giant, giant boil. <laughs> Baby boil. <laughs> Baby boil. Ew. 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 Ew, David. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like a like cannibal stew or something like that. <laughs> Baby boil. 
left <laughs> with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. You're going to have to cut out a lot of this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cut out like a big fart. No, that I'll probably leave in. All right. We have stomped shaky graves to the... To the ground at this point, I think. I mean, th- I mean, it's a cool song. I like yeah. it. Thanks for bringing it in. It's uh, Scott's it's over vibey. this right now. What's no, that? no, it is. It <laughs> is over a... us right now. <laughs> He's politely trying not to punch us in the face. No, no, I like the song. <laughs> I like it. Tangents must die. <laughs> yeah, it is a it is a good song. It's got a good rhythm. I mean, like you said, he's just a portal for good music. Yeah, but. The song consists of like three, I don't know what you'd call it, stanzas mm-hmm. or, yeah. uh, or verses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the vibe. It's the overall vibe. And it's the, sound. the vibe. The <laughs> approach to the music and to do what he's doing, I think, is just incredible. So I'll stop fangirling long enough that we can sign off. This has been The, the Music in us. us. It's cathartic. Thank you, AJ. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Music in Us. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Also, we would love to hear from you. Please reach out to us when you can, any way that you can. Email us at themusicinuspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at The Music in Us Pod, Facebook at The Music in Us Podcast, or on our website, themusicinus.com. We'll see you next week with another great gab fest about the universal language of music.